Imagine's Coaling Studio is where efficiency meets creativity. Our new integrated solution brings together our next level coaling algorithm along with in-app reviewing and AI editing in a single intuitive platform. Tailored for photographers who value both speed and personalized quality results, Imagine strives to enhance every aspect of your post-production process. Open the Imagine app and give the new Coaling Studio a try today. I'm not going to have to like, you know, Photoshop their shirt that's got unloose or their lipstick on their teeth or their hair mm -hmm. in their mouth because I already see it with my eyes. <laughs> Workflows is a podcast about saving you time and money in your photography business. I'm your host, Scott Wyden-Kifowitz, a photographer and content creator who struggles with dyslexia, colorblindness, introversion, and anxiety stemming from years of being bullied as a child. Guess what? Workflows have been my rock. I have workflows for every aspect of my life. That's why I am so happy to bring you Workflows, a podcast presented by Imagine. As a company dedicated to saving you time and money in your photography business, it makes sense to enhance and expand the conversation to all things Workflows. Tune in and subscribe to hear stories, strategies, and tools that can be your rock. Hear from people just like you. Get to work with Workflows. Carissa Wu stands out with her unique approach to wedding photography, combining a heartfelt connection with clients and an exceptional eye for detail. Her skill in using natural light brings out the best in every subject, while her focus on genuine moments captures the essence of each story. For us as photographers, she's not just a colleague, but a source of inspiration and education, demonstrating the art of transforming wedding photos into narratives of light, emotion, and beauty. Carissa is also the host of the podcast Get a Heck Yes, which we recommend that you also give a listen to. Without further ado, here's my conversation with Carissa Wu. What's up, Carissa? What's up, Scott? <laughs> I got a question for you before we dive into all of your workflows. What is your most embarrassing photography moment? Oh. Uh so I'm kind of more, I was more like, I'm more of an aggressive photographer. I think I just wasn't trained and I was always like, take it 5,000 shots and I just like have to get the shot. And like, it's all about my blog. And so pretty much I was snapping in front of the priest. So I went behind the priest, started taking some pictures and in front of the whole, like whatever, 200 people, he said, do you mind? So me being kind of like stubborn, I just, I was so humiliated, but then I would get snapping, you know, like I was yeah. like, whatever. And then so the whole night, the whole reception, everyone's like, do you mind? Do you mind? <laughs> you become the do mind girl. <laughs> yes. Do you mind girl. Ay, ay. That's, oh man. That's one of those moments where you, you, I mean, maybe you didn't feel that way, but I would have like shriveled up and been like, oh. Yeah. You know, I, I would have felt so tiny in, in that moment. Oh, I felt, but. I felt really, really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just embarrass myself all the time, but there's so many, like, I was always embarrassed and now I'm just like, I'm so tough, tough skin. And if someone calls me out on something, I'll call him out on something too. <laughs> someone's like, his name is not brother, it's Jordan. And I was like, 
he's brother to me today. <laughs> you yeah, know, just like yeah, I didn't yeah. have that like wit before, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm not remembering his name today. His name is yeah. brother. <laughs> not in my yeah. book. <laughs> Yep, yep. Yeah, I, I have a, I have a, at the time we're, we're recording this, at the, at the end of the month, I'm record, I'm doing a family session. And I asked the, the, the client, I was like, I'm not gonna remember all your entire family's names, because it's not like just the immediate family, it's like the grandparents and stuff like that. I'm like, I'm not gonna remember everybody's name, just, and I didn't say that to, to him, but I was like, can you tell me what your, what music or movies your kids are into so I can like load it up on my phone that's mounted uh, on top of my camera and they can, yeah. you know, and, and he, went into a whole thing on 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 their names and stuff and i'm like this is great but also i'm not gonna remember it yeah <laughs> so it's all right it's all right totally yeah um, hey you dad mom little brother <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep exactly exactly it, it's totally gonna be grandma and grandpa actually they did have nicknames so i'm gonna have to remember that because it's actually a surprise i think it's a surprise photo session for the grandparents so i'll have to remember Aww. their names but, but that's, that's awesome yeah. yeah it is yeah so let's dive into workflows now i want you to think when you when you when you have the camera in your hand right what is one thing you do for the photographic process behind the camera that saves you time oh my god so I've been kind of a slow adopter on many things, many platforms, like <laughs> slow adopter for podcasts, slow adopter for TikTok and for Reels. When Reels came out, I was like, I'm not going to be a slow adopter. <laughs> like, I'm going to be like on the forefront of this and learn yeah. everything I know. So I guess is for with my phone. So I know exactly like I see a really interesting moment that happens on the day. So I get really good B-roll. And if someone takes it from me, like a second shooter, it doesn't come out right. Mm. Like I have to do it myself and it has to be like seven seconds. And I'm like in their face, out, in good light. I almost direct even better with my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, give it to me, baby. <laughs> Cause I know this is going like on a reel, like on Monday. <laughs> so you have, so, you have camera in one hand and phone in the other yeah, hand? Yeah, so that saves okay. me like a ton of time because you know, people could completely overthink it and not post a reel for another month. But if you know exactly what you're posting and that like special moment of anything that like kind of stands out from the day, then that's what's going on. The reel mm. saves me a lot of time. Have you have you ever thought about mounting your phone on your camera to get that B-roll? No, because I don't need that much. It okay. just is just and I, I even tell the couples like I'm not just using my phone like this is or this is all high risk. I was like, don't worry. Yeah. Like, and you're going on the reel on Monday, you know? <laughs> and people like get mad if I don't post them on the reels. Like someone mm. DM me like, oh, we we got no love on your Insta. Like that's messed up. And I was like, oh my God, I totally forgot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. That's funny that people get like so upset over something like, like to me, that's like, not like I don't know. I I wouldn't imagine one of my clients getting so so upset over it. But I guess I don't know. It's interesting. It's like interesting. not seeing I don't yourself do, in that. Like not seeing yourself in the yearbook. Like oh like, yeah you know? yeah. I guess I guess I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I guess I putting myself in in the client's shoes. I guess if 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 the photographer I was hiring was doing it for almost every client, then yeah, at that point, you know. But yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. A little five <laughs> but that's seconds good. of game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good to B-roll, I feel like, or BTS, whatever you want to call it. I feel like 
that's always a good thing, especially these days for everybody to get, whether even if it's just one thing per client. Like I, I tried yeah. to now, I've been doing it lately where I've been mounting my phone on top of my camera. I want to do something better, but right now that's what I'm doing to, to, you know, ensure that I've got a good view and it's not in the way for me, right? I don't like hold it separate for me. It, it like, I, I like it more, but everybody has, like, I'm seeing a lot of people do the baseball hat with a GoPro clip to it. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Like, so I don't know. Lots of ways to do it. Yeah. So moving on to the business side of things then, what is one thing you do for the business that has saved you time or money? And don't say imagine. We will get to imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. You know, everyone's hopping on the AI, everything, mm -hmm. you know, AI. I don't get paid for this, but I just signed up for now site, N-O-W-S-I-T-E. And okay. I mean, it's ChatGPT, but it's hard to kind of study ChatGPT, like completely you have to take like weeks and train it. So this one, you know, I paid the price, which is not too bad. And it asked me all these questions about my company. And then, yeah, it pretty much planned my whole content for the whole year. It even asked me wow. like what my offer is. This is for my coaching, mm -hmm. my coaching business. So all my captions, you know, branding, sales, marketing, who I am as like a business coach. And I'm just not one for words. I was, my sister's a writer. I'm the more visual person. So yeah, business side, like it came, came up with all my content and that take took a lot of my mental space even I'd be driving like to Vegas with my family and like thinking of like my next caption and it's like why do I want to live my life like that you know what mm -hmm. I mean yeah that's interesting so that's a, that's a like a monthly or annual fee type of service exactly. uh -huh. okay all right that's, that's interesting I'll have to check that out for sure as soon as we're done recording <laughs> Yeah, um, it's like, uh, it does a bunch of other stuff like lead magnets and email sequence and responses and email responses. And even you could post a video and say, oh, caption this, you know, it could say like how much humor you want in it. Do you want to be inspired? Do you want to have it educate? So a lot of features. Yeah. And I was kind of mind blown. Yeah, it's, uh, that's how I feel about. So I use a tool for podcasting called Cast Magic, And I feel the same way that you do about this that I do with, with Cast Magic. That like it is ChatGPT, but they put it in the shell that just makes a workflow with creating content around your podcast easier, right? Yeah. And it's not taking you out of the equation, but it's just making it easier. And it's not you having to copy and paste things into ChatGPT, then copy and paste things back out of ChatGPT, and then edit. It's just you know, it's a. I feel like companies that that do these shells on top of, of yeah. ChatGPT for a specialized thing are really useful, really useful. Yeah, I've been so like thankful recently. Like I think the heavens for Imagine AI and, you know, now site, it all happened to me the same time. So I went to vacation just for like a couple of days this um, last weekend. And normally I would have some sort of like small anxiety because it's like I have to edit these small shoots or people want their sneak peeks. And it's like, even though it takes maybe two and a half hours of my time, it's still like, I have to do it. Mm. And I have to get that time no matter what to do it. Even when we like get there, I'm like thinking like the first thing I do, I don't even look at the view. I like open my computer and then, you know, imagine happen and like these captions, my Instagram was all automated. I like was so thankful. I was in the pool with my kids 
And I was like, I don't have to think about work or Instagram or what to say. So I was like, so thankful. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's 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 nice when tools be, are able to actually save you time and allow you to do things like swim in a pool. <laughs> and not think about work. And not think about work. <laughs> okay, so so let's talk about editing now because you brought this up, but let's let's again image in down the road. But <laughs> what is one thing that you do for editing that has saved you time? Huh. Well, you gotta shoot in good light. Mm-hmm. So I always shoot perfectly in shot. I don't want to say perfectly, but I really try to screen the shot and get the shot because I even tell clients, I'm like, get that trash can out. I am a mom of two. I don't want I have no time to edit that out. Like <laughs> yep. people walking, stop them. I have no time for editing. Like it's just kind of funny to me. Yeah. I, I humor myself after 13 years of shooting weddings, you know? So I'm like, um, I try to get it correctly, but I guess for, that would be my best editing tip is to get it the shot right yeah. in camera yeah. because I'm not going to have to like, you know, Photoshop their shirt that's got unloose or their lipstick on their teeth or their hair mm -hmm. in their mouth because I already see it with my eyes. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. you don't like, you know, when you first drive, it's like you actually have to trust your eyes. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Like, use your mirrors because everyone's so scared, you know, like that you're so scared. You're just like, beep, 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 snap, 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 snap. With like, focus, use your eyes, see what's happening in the shot. Even if it takes a little bit longer, like it's going to save you a whole lot of time editing. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. There was, we did an episode with Charmy Pena a while back and one of her tips was, it was similar in, in the sense of get it right in camera, but she actually goes through the extent of, of having her venues change out the light bulbs to something that doesn't flicker in the way that it shifts colors. And yeah. like not many, I don't think many photographers can get away with that. Yeah. <laughs> she she does. Yeah. And uh, so that's the same thing. Like she doesn't want to have to deal with fixing that color after fixing, you know, one light being dimmer than the other after or whatever it might be. So she just, you know, she gets it right in camera by makes the, making the venue swap the light wow. bulbs. Yeah. I do something similar. Like if the groom has a little pimple, uh -huh. I'll have one of the bridesmaids like go touch it up Makeup. because I'm like, I'm not going to zap that pimple in every shot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame like you. it's gonna be a pain in the butt. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't definitely don't blame you. <laughs> now let's let's shift into business for a second. Or sorry, a different part of the business for a second. You you've you've photographed a session, you've called it, you've edited it. Now what is one thing you do after the session that has increased business? Yeah, so I do send a lot of sneak peeks because I just don't want them. You know, I have anxiety they like you, like you said, like in your intro of your podcast, but I don't want to be like have people waiting for stuff from me. So I send them like a ton of sneaks, like literally like 400 sneak peeks like that following week, which is mm -hmm. crazy. But I could do it in like an hour. But I send them like five pictures to their phone, like text message them and to their DMs. And I say, hey, post these pictures and, you know, tag me and the vendors and then Instead of them like looking through all them, like, you know, which one should I post or should I post or it's too overwhelming or should I post the photos that my friends sent me or, you know, just it's just posting overload. So mm -hmm. this after the wedding, like your everything is hot, like their bridesmaids are like in the market, 
for a wedding photographer, the groomsmen, people at the wedding. It's like their energy is up and they're ready to spend money. So you want to have them be like, oh, like your photographer is amazing. You got these sneak peeks back like the following day, like books. Yeah. That's and, you know, the, the, for years there's been photographers doing sneak peeks, but thankfully now it's even easier. <laughs> Very easy. <yeah. laughs> OK, so so related to to the business thing, I've got a question that I don't get to ask many guests. So thankfully, I get to ask you about this. How do you balance being a successful photographer, an author, a podcaster and a coach? <laughs> You balance oh and a mom. God. You just gave me more anxiety. <laughs> I mean, so I'm I'm a dad of two, and Aww. I you know I I do I do have my photography business. I do work for Imagine full time, and I do the podcast and I training at a karate school. And I I'm often thinking like, how do I have time for all this stuff? Yeah. So I'm wondering how you how you how you do it because not not only are you doing it but everything that you do takes a lot of time yeah i'm not just like giving you a shout out because we're on the podcast <laughs> but my time was getting so thin where like every second was being like amounted for and i would not edit my weddings but i would edit all the sneak peeks and all the like the engagement mm -hmm. sessions and portraits and family sessions but and i would just say like oh it's fine because i'm you know chilling watching a movie or listening to a movie while I'm editing but then I don't even have that time anymore because I'm like client facing podcasting Instagramming and I'm doing all these sales calls because I have ad ru ads running to my new program so I'm like I really didn't have any time and I would be it'd be miserable like picking up my kids taking them to dance I'm trying to like edit in between them trying to put like their ballet shoes on their crime putting on the bathroom you know so that's why I said I was so thankful to like imagine for giving me back my time. But I guess for me, it's just, you know, a juggling act. And I think I'm pretty, I done this for the wedding thing for forever. So when I show up to wedding, it's kind of like, I know what I'm routine. doing. Yeah. 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 So it's routine. I actually say it's a break in my head when I'm shooting <laughs> the wedding because I could actually be doing one thing. So I'm yeah. like, this is a break for me. Like, this is like, I'm like in heaven <laughs> right now because I actually could focus. Um, yeah. But, you know, podcasting ha was hard in the beginning because you're like, like so nervous. But now it's easier. And I set up a lot of workflows on like Dubsado and 17 Hats and a lot of email sequences. My whole coaching lead generation is all automated. Thank you, mm. ManyChat. And you know, thank you, automation. Thank you, yeah. Flowdesk. So yeah, I spent a lot of money to hire people to automate my business. Yeah, that's. I feel like that. That's where things always come back to. The busier we get, the more automations we need, and that's not to take away the personal touches, but just to make it more efficient for us to do everything we need to do and want to do well, without taking up, you know, absorbing all the all that time that we, you know, have to put into it. You know. Mm -hmm. So, so many <laughs> things to link to in the show notes today in this episode. Oh, this is great. I know. I just said like I'm a thing. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, <laughs> you, you guys did. want to be my sponsor? It's like you want to get me paid so I don't have to do photography anymore. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. So, my favorite part of the show pick a color. Oh, my God. This is so fun. Orange. Orange. Yes. Okay. I think the last couple were green. So, I'm going to. 
thumb through these and you're going to tell me when to stop. Okay. Whenever you're ready. Stop. Okay. My next question to you is, you picked this, by the way. <laughs> what do you think one of the biggest cons of being famous would be? Privacy. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. I feel like that that's become a, a thing even for those of us who are not famous, just being on Instagram, being having a podcast, being on YouTube. It's just a lot of the privacy. You already give up a bunch of it, it's, you know, in some fashion. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you people are random. People are DMing you, but and you're like trying to answer their questions, but they're not, never going to give you a dime, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm I'm a, I, I really try hard to separate my Facebook personal account from um business side of things and try to only approve people that I've actually met and like have some sort of connection with wow. as a way to like keep the personal out of social as much as I can you know I can't not post on Facebook otherwise because my family wants to see what I'm posting but <laughs> you know like but but that's intentional I, like that's, I love that yeah, it's hard though because sometimes I'm like, I really like that person, but we've never met. Do I do I add the person or do I not? You know, oh, so I have to make decisions sometimes. But wow, but yeah, that's I that's the that. that's the first level of defense against against uh, privacy, I guess. In yeah, that sense. Yeah, so. I've been pretty good at like I don't post anything unless it's like kind of on brand for me. Even with my kids, mm -hmm. like I'm not gonna post in the mall, like. We'll be, we'll leave it's like a really colorful like like pop of color or something or like I'm not gonna post where I'm at like hey I'm at this festival or whatever or I hang out with these friends it just I used to do that I'm like it's so annoying yeah to like think <laughs> oh I have to post like where I'm at so my mind is more like later gram like it's if it's super cute and I have like a little story behind it and some sort of like tidbit then I'll post but yeah, yeah I'm not gonna post like where I'm at all the time. I've noticed that, speaking of malls, that a lot of malls have been getting very sneaky lately with putting up fun backgrounds. So, like, oh, not saying, hey, take a picture yeah. here, but, like, they're doing it so that you think, that's a cute picture. Put my kid in front of it, take a picture, snap it. Put it and now, oh, yeah, wait, there's a hashtag hidden there showing you where you are. Yeah, you know, like, like, Free People has a really cute wall, like that pink wall in Mel Melrose. Everyone went, that, that's when Instagram was, like, blowing up. I, I I was very lucky to be on that wave, but you know it was hard for me mentally. It's like you got so much attention on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Now it's like I barely get any attention, so I'm like, yeah, um, I have to like automate everything because is it is it worth it? Like, you know, one post if I spend an hour in it, like it would give me all these like likes and praise, and you know, now it's like yeah. three likes or <laughs> whatever. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but you yeah, still have it, to do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You you do. It, it's it's the funny catch twenty two now because especially now that Meta own you know controls. I mean, they have for many years at this point. But like, I feel like the algorithm for Instagram was was never great. But then it just went further downhill once Meta took control of it, and you know you got way less bang for the buck when it comes to you know how much effort you put into into IG. So now you have to find ways to like many chat to get around certain things in order to make it more more worthwhile. 
Totally. So many chat was a game changer when that came out. Oh boy, I was a whoever created that was a very smart person. <laughs> very, very, very smart. Yeah. Like even my students, I'm like, you gotta get a mini chat by tomorrow. Like I want to count you on this, and they're just like, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one day they'll learn. One day they'll. Yeah, learn. it's not that yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and to me, like I love playing with um, a workflow type tool. So like the dropping in things. If if I do this, then I can have it do this, and then it can do this and branch off to here. I love tools like that. Just like it makes my makes my brain feel good when oh, I. Oh, interesting. I know. play around with with those. I love your brain. It's so it works in compartments. <laughs> yeah. I'm more of like a scatter brain, like. I'm probably the opposite of you, like anti workflows, like work, work harder than rather than smarter, you know, <laughs> like give the client everything. Uh, um, and, you know, it's not the way to go. <laughs> the, see, the interesting thing is, though, like there's people that will do this, what I like to do, but they do it with post-it notes. Right. Uh, They'll map it all out. Uh, I can't. That would drive me bonkers. Like to me, I need to visualize it with a bubble and an arrow and like being able to like move it around how I want. Whereas a post-it note, I'm just like, I got to write this and then I got to stick it and then I got to move it. And like, so I feel like I'm sort of in between of like the left and right of, you know, of where, where you are, you know? So I love that. I love that. You know. So the next question I have for you is a pretty intense one. Um, <laughs> so I want you to look at your business, your photog the photography part of your business from a 30,000 foot view down. And can you please share an outline breakdown of your workflow from lead to delivery? Ooh. <laughs> huh. So if you guys don't know me, I'm a business coach. So I'm all about like mastering the sales call. But so I get the inquiry and then I actually text them and really short text. But I try to hop on a 10 minute introductory call and. That's when they really get to know me and my personality. And I ask really cool questions and I say like, hey, like does your fiance want to be involved with the decision-making process? Can we get on a Zoom call? I could show you an album. And then um, I usually book on the call, the Zoom call, 30-minute Zoom call. I don't want to do that whole like hour and a half. Like I'm not going to be your best friend. I just want you to get good photos and have us connect. And then we... I do the engagement session, we're all bonded, and then I have a call before the week, ask him really fun questions. It's about 30 minutes, family dynamic, VIPs, timeline, shot list, yada, yada. Get them hyped up, make them like trust me even more. Day of, I shoot, and then I send them, like I said, sneak peeks right away, like that following Monday. Get them out of my hair for about a month and a half, and I send the rest of my editor in the Philippines, I had her like forever. She's dirt cheap, but sometimes she takes longer. That's why I send all the sneak peeks. Like I'm at her discretion of like her family and like her homework and her exams, you know. So, but I'm pretty much like feeding her whole entire family. And she sends it back. I upload or download the smart previews, send them to the gallery, send them a little gift, a little USB. Sometimes they have an album included. And yeah, even though if they don't like the photos, they're like, oh, thank you for the gift. <laughs> they always love the photos. <laughs> <laughs> but I like to end on like a note, like, hey, keep in touch. And then I used to be like all about the blog. Like I say my my blog mm -hmm. was like my first child. 
but I would like send them the blog posts and, you know, be so proud and tag all the vendors, send them out, post them on the Facebook pages of like the venue. I would get some clients that way. And yeah, that's pretty much it. And then, you know, usually 98% of the time they're super happy. And usually we, they hire me for like maternity sessions and so forth. So you brought up right out of the gate, you brought up that you text your client pretty, pretty fast to get on a, to get on a call. At the time of us recording this, I have a poll in the Imagine community. By the time of everybody listening to this, the poll is already long past, but the poll is asking what type of messaging systems do photographers, the you know, imaginers in the community, what type of messaging systems are they using to interact with their clients, whether it's SMS, whether it's, you know, a LinkedIn message for, for you know, corporate work, whether it's like Instagram DMs, whether it's WhatsApp for not really in the US, but mostly international, <laughs> things like that. So is your your main source of, of text-based communication, is it text messages and email, or do you have anything else in between on a regular basis? I just text. Like I don't have any special system. I've tried those like for my coaching business, but mm -hmm. it's it gets kind of pricey. Mm -hmm. um, but then after I send the contract, they're put in the workflow through 17 hats mm -hmm. and they get like an automatic welcome email, engagement shoot tips, wedding tips. It's a three month reminder, one week reminder, tips and tricks, and that's all automated. Yeah. Um, and any other automations? No, I'm very heavily like involved in the business. Like it's a lot of me, which is not <laughs> a really good way to scale, but I'm trying to make a little bit more boundaries in my business. Like next year where I only shoot six hours and the rest of the time, like my, my team will be there. Next um, year, like 2024, because we're re we're recording this in 2023. So next year, you're saying yeah. 2024. Okay, just to just to clarify. Even, and if I could, <laughs> if I could manage six hours, then maybe I could go down to four and just call myself mm -hmm. like a wedding director. I I found, you know, I'm very thankful. I found this. It's very hard to find a really good associate photographer that mm -hmm. is available and willing to put like your company first and as as good at you as you and also knows off camera flash. You know, like some girly girls could be like really good at posing because they're just natural at it, but they're probably not going to like, know, like off camera flash right off the bat, you know, and some guys are like, you know, no off camera flash are all geek, geeked out in equipment. But then as far as like the feminine side, like they kind of lack that like emotional mm. side. So I found someone really amazing. I'm just like hoping no one takes them. Oh, it's that's so, so it's so hard to like replicate yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm. In a way, I'm I'm fortunate that I don't have to worry about it because my photography is not full time because it's you know on the side from from Imagine Work. Thankfully, I don't for my for my own sanity, I don't need to worry about that. But I definitely feel your pain. That is a, that is a that is something that I've heard quite often. In fact, episode thirty with Michael Anthony. He even brought brought that up of how hard it is to find, you know, associates. So I, I feel your pain. <laughs> I feel your pain. No one's going to care. Like they're, you know, at max making mm -hmm. six, seven hundred dollars a wedding. And then, you know, a photographer could make their own three, four, five, six thousand dollars. 
plus per wedding. So it's a big difference. So of yeah. course the owner is going to care more about the wedding. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's for sure. So that's fantastic. Thank you for sharing that. I'm going to move into something that you, you've brought it up when you talked about not now site. And I'm wondering, in addition to that, what does the future of AI in photography look like to you? I feel like photography is so much of a human connection. So I feel like we are pretty bulletproof in that sense. You know, you can make yourself look like you're in Jamaica or Japan, but that doesn't mean anything to me because I wasn't there. You know? <laughs> I feel like, you know, you kind of need a friend there holding your hand. So I think that can never like replace us. So AI is just going to make it easier for photographers. But with that said, you know, supply demand, it's going to get like more photographers or you know, we have to charge cheaper, but then we're going to add like more cool stuff at the end and make more money. So it just like that <laughs> constant like level leveling of everything. Mm -hmm. So and I guess to answer your question, I think AI is not going to I, I think it, it's more going to help us than hurt us for sure. Yeah, I think so. I think so as well. That seems to be the the common trend when I ask that question to everybody that that it's scary at times. You know, there are certain things where you like in the back of your mind, you get a little worried. But at the same time, you're like, yeah, that fake wedding that AI generated. It's nothing, you know, it's not going to hurt you, you know, but I do think and I brought this up as well in the past is I think there will be the handful of people in the world where an AI generated wedding could be really valuable for them if they, for whatever reason, literally could not have a wedding. Whatever that reason might oh, be, you know, so I think in those cases, if somebody could generate a wedding for $50, <laughs> like might as well have it versus not having wedding photos at all because you didn't have an actual wedding. I think you he know? just made up like a, a movie pre premise. Probably. Like a movie script <laughs> right there because it yeah. is kind of like that fake wedding. Like, oh, I, I want my mom to think I got married. Like a made up like scene. It's just like, boom, right. paid. Yeah. Let's photographer whatever money. And Where's the showrunner? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we had a wedding with without you, and I'm happily in love. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, okay, so we're gonna touch now on something that you tried to bring up a couple times. How did Imagine impact your life? So I actually reached out to Imagine when I started doing like master classes, and because you guys are like blowing up, and it was a year ago and I would do like lies with them to, you know, kind of use the word leverage, you know, leverage your audience and my audience, yada, 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 what you learn in the coaching world. And I, I didn't hop on the bandwagon, but then, you know, recently my friend Benny Chu was on my podcast and mm -hmm. he literally told me it saved his Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> it did. It did. Yeah. And then I went to Wedding MBA in Las Vegas, mm -hmm. big convention. And I went to AI conference and I promised myself I would try it. And then Caroline Tran posted something about you don't even have to upload like your 50,000 or whatever thousand images anymore. So that was that's a thing that was kind of gatekeeping me. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, you know, like the time type of aspect, even though it's going to save me yeah. time, but that's going to take yeah. me a while to learn something but she's like oh you just could like you know put in one preset and then put 
you know, this is called Imagine Light. And then so that's kind of what sold me. And then first, first try out the bat, like, because I told you I deliver so many images. So 333 photos for a family shoot because I'm a freaking maniac when I shoot. I'm like <laughs> crazy, like doing poses every like millisecond edited in like literally a click of a button. And I was like jumping up and down like I won the lottery. <laughs> and it and it cold and, and, and it straightened and cropped it too. So that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. even though I would always say, yeah, it's easy. Like it's like brainless to me, but it still like takes time. Yeah. You know, click, 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 next. 300 times. Yeah. That's the, like an hour. One, so Yeah, my 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 one of my favorite lines of from someone who's who's you know fallen in love with Imagine and what it has done for his wedding business is that his favorite you know edit now on all of his photos is the next button. Oh, I know. That's it. So it's amazing. Like I told you, I've been so thankful these past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. It's just given me so much time because even listening to your podcast or like me being on a freaking podcast, I would be like, oh crap, I'm like I have to edit this session or, or send these names or <laughs> yeah. I, ha- I have to get up and start editing. Yeah. Like I don't have that feeling anymore. Yeah, it's great. It's great. By the time that this episode is out, so will a feature called Smooth Skin will be out as well. Oh. So Smooth Skin is a feature where similar to our, our subject mask feature where we will actually you know, select the subject and edit the subject separate from the background with using a brush mask. And you can even control what edit you want done to the subject. Smooth skin will actually select just the skin of your subject and will soften, smooth the skin with two built-in like versions. There's standard and bold. And then you can also control what, you know, the, the, the dial, the settings for the, the smooth skin if you want to do a custom level as well. So that will be out or is out now for when this episode airs. So that's, uh, <laughs> We're talking really the future us, yeah. <laughs> We're talking, yeah, yeah. It's a little, little tricky, a little tricky to talk about it because technically it's coming out in like a little over a week from when, when we're recording this. But now everybody's listening in 2024, so a little strange. Anyway, so, so that is a, that's a really fun thing that now a lot of photographers can utilize in their work as well and not have to, you know, go into Photoshop or do all that work in Lightroom. They can just do it with a click and, you know, perfect for newborns. And yeah, that takes a lot like of that. time. I'm yep. excited for that feature for sure. Yeah, yep. I just photographed my baby nephew who's now a little over a month. I just photographed oh. his newborn photos and I'm like, I can't wait till Smooth Skin is here so I can just re- rerun them and not have to go in and do the crusties on his forehead. <laughs> yeah, the baby, the baby tones and... Yeah. The skin is really tricky. Yep. Yeah, totally. <laughs> okay. So this has been fantastic, Carissa. Thank you so much for, for, for joining me. Where can listeners learn more about you, connect with you, and of course, see your incredible photography? Check me out. It's too bad this is going live too late, but <laughs> Scott will be already on my podcast. It's called Get <laughs> Heck Yes. It's a podcast for all wedding professionals and check it out. And you can find me on the gram at Carissa Wu. Awesome. I will definitely link to our episode on your podcast in the show notes for this one. So that way everybody who's listening can go check that out as well and check out your other episodes, especially Benny's. I love listening to Benny's 
You know, I, and I have to give him so much credit because as you guys talked about in the beginning of the episode, he does not like doing podcast type yeah. things. Yeah. And you can tell in the way he was talking of how nervous he was getting and shy in that sort of environment. But he pulled through and he shared a lot of really good stuff. So I'm proud of him for doing that. So, it's so interesting Benny, if you're listening. because he's not like that, like <laughs> on real life. So right, right. So weird. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So so Benny, when I met Benny, I met him. I don't remember if I met him at Imaging first or I think it was WPPI when I met him at first in 2023. And he came to the booth. Christine Tremolay was already, you know, already knew him. He came to the booth. And I knew he was working in the booth, but I met him for the first time there. And I think he spent the whole day with us and was talking to everybody who came to the booth. And um, and he was fantastic at it. I think hopefully he does it again at 2024 WPI, wow. which we'll find out. But yeah, uh, but yeah so uh-huh. yeah, yeah, I really like Benny. Well, Carissa, thank you again for, for joining me. Thanks for, for sharing all of your insights. Everybody's listening or watching, please be sure to check out Carissa's website. Check out her coaching, check out her photography, check out her podcast. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Carissa, so much for hanging out with me and sharing all those juicy details about your your workflows and for allowing us to get to know you a little bit more. Really appreciate your time. You have been listening to Workflows, presented by Imagine. To hear more from Workflows, to find links to our guests, and for an exclusive offer for Workflows listeners, please go to imagineai.com slash podcast and be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time.